Are you between a rock and a hard place? Are you not sure if you're a sinner or a saint? Do you think you've lost your salvation? Let me take you to the New King James Version. In the book of Matthew, chapter 18, verses 12 through 14, and Jesus says, What do you think if a man has a hundred sheep and one of them goes astray? Does he not leave the ninety-nine and go to the mountains to seek the one that is strained? And if he should find it, assuredly, I say to you, he rejoices more over that sheep than over the 99 that did not go astray. Welcome to Save the Lost at All Costs. Posted by Save the Lost at All Costs, Inc. Featuring your sister in Christ and humble servant of the Lord, Nina S. Griffin. Good afternoon. You're listening to Sister Nina S. Griffin, and we are on Save the Lost at All Costs. We're going to open up the phone lines right away. If you're local, you will dial 702-650-5588. Again, if you're local, you'll dial 702-650-5588. If you are outside the Las Vegas area, we do have a toll-free number for you to call to join in in our discussion, have a praise report, have a prayer request. We'd love to hear from you. That number would be 800 360 I say again, the toll-free number if you're calling outside the Las Vegas area is 800-366-8883. We are being heard on the AM dial in Las Vegas, which would be KKVV 1060 AM, and also KKVV also has a FM dial. That would be 101.5 FM. We are being streamed live audio and visual from their website, which is www.kkvv.com. Hello and God bless. I just wave to you. We're also being streamed live from Save the Lost at All Costs' website, which is www.savethelostlv.org. If you have missed any of our previous broadcasts, if you've missed part one of what we're going to talk about today, it is there for you free of charge. The gospel is always free on our watch and any other broadcast that you have previously missed, you can go there. Again, it's free on our watch. The gospel is free. That web address again is www.savethelostlv.org. There's also a great wealth of resources on there for you concerning prayer, concerning health and wealth, concerning education, concerning Bible study. Uh, If you're local in the area and you find that you need services, it's all there for you. It is there. It is a testament of my love for you and the love that dwells in me, which God is love and love is God. So enjoy, partake, share it with others. Again, www.savethelostlv.org. We're going to get right into our part two, and we are talking about the prophecy of Enoch. And, you know, basically, we need to fight now. We need to really go hard for God, because God goes hard for us. 
we have no idea how blessed we are in a season called now. I'd like to uh, ask that you give prayers of healing for Brother Vernon. He's not feeling well today. It's a temporary condition, and I'm sure he will be joining us next week. So, Brother Vernon, we love you. Uh, I know sooner than right now, faster than immediately, God can heal you because he is a healer. Amen. And I'm standing on it, and I trust and believe God, not for something, for everything. i also like to say thank you to the wonderful saints over at Macedonia Missionary Baptist Church. I was blessed to be there at their 8 o'clock service. Uh, my dear uh, pastor and friend and brother in Christ, that would be Senior Pastor Joseph E. Terry Jr., was uh, preaching, and it was wonderful to see his family and to see all the saints. So I definitely want to say thank you for that wonderful worship experience and that uh, Senior Pastor Richardson and his lovely wife, Lady Richardson, are doing a fantastic job, and they are really a blessing in the community. So thank you, thank you for that. Uh, It was uh, transforming. And I appreciate it and I receive it. So we are going to go to the book of Jude. We are going into part two of the prophecy of Enoch. So um, part one, we read uh, the 25 verses that are in the book of Jude. Uh, We did state that Jude was uh, the half-brother of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. But he always wants to remain humble and indicated that he was a brother of James and more a servant of the Lord Jesus Christ. And he had his doubts about who Jesus was at the time that Jesus was walking with him as he walked with Christ. And he even lived in the household of the family that Jesus was raised in. He was his brother. But once he became resurrected, it was no doubt in his mind that Jesus was who he said he was. He was God wrapped in flesh. Amen. So it's exciting. It's riveting. And I want to get back into it. And the prophecy is is a prophecy of urgency. So there's some key verses that I want to key on from last week just to quickly go over them and then let's finish this out with power as God would want us to have his power. Amen. So one of the uh, verses I want to bring to your remembrance from last week and it's verse three. I'm in the new King James version. So I want to read this to you. It says, beloved, While I was very diligent to write to you concerning our common salvation, I found it necessary to write to you exhorting you to contend earnestly for the faith which was once for all delivered to the saints. The Apostle Jude is speaking to believers and initially he wanted to talk about salvation, but then The spirit quickened him and he wanted to go directly to contending for the faith earnestly because they were things that were happening. And when we look at verse four, it says, for certain men have crept in unnoticed who long ago were marked out for the condemnation 
ungodly men who turn the grace of our Lord into lewdness and deny the only Lord God and our Lord Jesus Christ. This is the urgency that he's talking about. Those false prophets that crept in unnoticed. The thing is, is they always were false. But now they had just gotten bold with it. They were always those who would sow discord. Always those who would challenge the power and the authority and the grace of God. It was always those who were about self-promotion. It was always those that would select these people to minister to and do away with these people. They were always in constant rebellion against our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And they were not so much vocal initially, but now it is rampant. They have no shame because they're shameless. You can't shame a person who's shameless. We have to understand we are living in a season called now. We see this in God's house. But the thing is, it's already going on in our houses. So he's speaking to believers. But you got to be a special kind of believer to be able to receive the summons, to hear the call, to fight to defend you can't be lukewarm about this you all in or you not you need to move out the way because this is when the real warriors come and stand flat-footed on the word of God some of us like to be spectators this is not a spectator sport this is about souls for the kingdom amen because when you leave this physical house, you are going somewhere. You're either going to be with God or you're not. You're going to be with God in heaven or you're not going to be with God because the other place is hell. If you believe in heaven, you have to believe in hell. So the apostle Jude understands this more so than anything. It is passion for him. It is burning him. He has got to get it out. He has got to make his stand. Even if he dies trying, he is willing to sacrifice his life for souls. This is the type of warrior that needs to step forward. This is where we are right now. It is for the souls your eternal destiny is at stake it does not matter that you have a retirement it does not matter that you have a portion of health it does not matter that you have a home or don't have a home it does not matter that you have a vehicle or doesn't or you don't have a vehicle none of that stuff matters at the end of the day when you go to the cemetery, you usually will see a headstone and it will have something that indicates the day that you came into this earth and the day that you left this earth. But in the middle, there's something that's called a dash. It is all the same size. Your dash is your life. What are you doing with your life? Only what you do for Christ will last. Only what you do for Christ will matter at the end of the day. So you can have all that. You cannot put it in the casket with you. It cannot go down in the grave with you. It's only a certain size. But what you do with your life in Christ is going to make all the difference in the world. So if you're not there, you need to get there. That's where Jude is right now. 
There's a lot of things going on in the earth. There's a lot of things that we're seeing. And if someone shows you who they are, believe it. It's not a debate. There are those who are walking and those who are not. Pretenders are not walking. Either you're married or you're not. If you're not married, then you're either single or divorced. It's very, very clear where we are right now in a season called now. We must fight. We must contend earnestly because they've already exposed themselves. You don't have to think about if evil men exist. They exist. You don't have to worry if false prophets exist. They exist. You don't have to worry about if they're in the church. They are in the church. You don't have to worry about if they're in your home. They're in the home. You don't have to worry if they're in the job. They're in the job. They're everywhere. But what does that mean? We've got work to do. I don't want to hear about the problem when we have the solution. Our God is bigger than any problem. The word of God is where it's at. What else do you need? You need to execute it. You've been given a command. When you are a soldier, you don't question the command. You execute the command, especially if you know it comes from the Lord of Lords and the King of Kings, which is our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. What is it that you don't understand about that? He is not some truth. He's all truth. He's not some power. He's all power. If you are a member of the kingdom of God, then it's time to advance and be recognized. Faking causes aching, okay? You can't be prophesying. This is not about Christian taming. This is the real deal. God knows all, sees all, and is everywhere at the same time. So you're not fooling nobody but yourself. We need to get to it and get to it with a quickness as if your entire life depended on it because it does. Everybody will die in the body. But where is your soul going to go? This is where it's at. We can debate doctrine. We can debate this particular denomination or that particular denomination. But all denominations will agree you will die. We all are on one accord on that. And where you go after that, that is up to you. So now that I've gotten your attention, I think we're ready to move on. So we're going to pick up where we left off. Now, I want to uh, go over verse 7. I know we did discuss it, but I'd like to go over it again. So verse 7, again, I'm in the New King James Version. Sodom and Gomorrah and the cities around them in a similar manner to these having given themselves over to sexual immorality and gone after strange flesh are set forth as an example, suffering the vengeance of eternal fire. Now, when we go into the house of God, God is very clear in his word how he wants us to be as his sons and daughters. God honors marriage. For marriage denotes that we have left our mothers and father and two have become one. 
So if we are one, God is the other part of the marriage. That's who we're married to. If we want his blessings, if we want his protection, if we want to be fruitful and multiply, God has set it up as what he views marriage to be. It's in the word of God. It's very clear. And the thing is about sanctification. We need to understand sanctification does not mean purity or to make sinless, but to set apart something for God and for his service. So when you are in the house of God, you have to set yourself apart for him and for his service, which means you can't be raggedy and do it how you want to in God's house. That is not acceptable. We all want to be nice and friendly and hospitable, but at what price? To water down the gospel to where it has no power? That's a lie from the pit of hell. I truly believe that if we were to go to any of you listeners' homes, you have rules and regulations as to what a person can do in your house And they have to conduct themselves accordingly. If they will not honor that, I'm sure you will show them the door. Well, what makes you think is any different in God's house? This is the word of God for all of those who are watching over the internet. It's his word. He set this up. He has his commands as how he wants us to do things. We don't get to put our names and seals on something that we did not create. He is the creator. We are the creation. How are you going to tell God how to do things in the house that he set up? It's the house that God built. We didn't build this. God built it. Hello? Anytime I'm not speaking the word of God, let me know. But I know we did not build that. God built it. And again, sanctification is setting us apart for God to do his service, not our service. A lot of people want to say, this is my ministry. This is my church. This is my mission. Really? How are you able to do that without God's Grace and mercy. How are you able to breathe? How are you able to form your mouth and say something is yours? Last time I checked, when we were born, we were born out of our mother's womb, which God created the vessel for us to come through, and we didn't have nothing. Last time I checked, we were born very naked and didn't have anything. We didn't even know how to speak. But God set it up that they would be there when we came into the presence of the earth realm, those that would care for us and teach us. He set that up. We didn't set that up. So our houses of God have turned into big entertainment centers. It's all about entertainment. I call it Christian entertainment because you're trying to fool somebody. Entertainment is entertainment. You pay your money and you watch a show. You don't even have to agree with the topic. As long as it entertains you, that's the thing. We came, we got a show. We paid our money. You cannot reduce the alpha and omega, 
the one that it begins with and it ends with to a show. Really? We need to get back to holiness. It talked about Sodom and Gomorrah in, in chapter 7. Excuse me, verse 7. Talked about the sexual immorality that was so pervasive. We have to understand that is not worship that is suitable for God. God is not accepting that. God is not into shacking. That's living together without the benefit of marriage. God is not into that. God set up a foundation so that we can be blessed, so that we could have the support that was needed. We really, really need to check ourselves in the word of God. Because if we are really in the word of God, it gives us power. It gives us conviction. It gives us something that we can stand on. We can say no to people. I don't care what they're offering. If it's not of God, you should not want it. Because at the end of the day, you got to give an account for what you do and don't do. Why are you going to be standing in front of the Lord Jesus Christ and say, he made me, did it. He, 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 he offered me that. Really? Didn't we get that in Genesis 1 with Adam and Eve? Adam didn't have to take what Eve was offering because he knew the truth. God told him what would happen when he ate it. He didn't say when Eve ate it. He said when you eat it, Adam. Eve wasn't even created when the command was given. It does not matter what your pastor is saying to you or first lady if you know it does not line up with scripture. It doesn't matter what your friends are inviting you to do are giving to you, and it does not line up to scripture. How is it a gift? It's a trap. It's bondage. The word of God is available. And once you know the word of God, it will indeed cause freedom to occur. You will be able to do things you did not think were possible. But you have to reject the lies and you have to reject those that speak lies. Because it's telling you right here in the book of Jude, the same thing that happened to Sodom and Gomorrah will happen to you. And it says that suffering the vengeance of eternal fire, that's hell. You're going to burn forever. If someone loves you, in the way that God loves you, they would not ask you to do things that will cause you to be eternally separated from God. That's not love. That's deception. That is the devil. That is the work of the devil. Verse 8. Likewise, also, these dreamers defile the flesh, reject authority, and speak evil of dignitaries. These dreamers, they have awful dreams and visions. They have dreams about raping and separating the men and women of God. Having unhealthy 
thoughts and desires. Men should not desire men. Women should not desire women. Men and women should not desire children. You should not be desiring another man's wife. I don't care how he treats that woman. That is not your wife. You should not be desiring another man's property. Amen? His home. His job position. And you women who are going after the pastor, and a lot of times the pastor is married. What are you saying about your sister, who is the lady of the house? We have to be accountable for what we're doing. We are having these thoughts. Don't put that on God. Reject those thoughts. God's got something for you. He's got something for you that's great. Stop canceling your blessing because you have urges that are not of God. Stop canceling your blessing because you got to hear about somebody doing something and the business is not your business. And if you think they only talking about somebody, they talking about you when you leave too. You cannot receive gossip. That is not godly. You can't constantly come up against the man and woman of God. You cannot constantly be in rebellion. You cannot constantly cause division in the house of God. How can you be against your brother all the time? And you claim he's your brother. How can you be against him all the time? Or your sister? How can you lay in wait and have murder and larceny in your heart all the time? How can you always speak in negative over somebody's life? What do you think happens to you? You think that negativity doesn't come back to you? You don't think you'll be judged with that same negativity? In the house of God, in your own houses. How can you say you love somebody and you have no love in your house? How can you say you love other people's children? You got no love for your own children. How can you say you want to take care of the house of God and you don't even take care of your own house? How you want to say, God, please promote me and you can't even do what you're supposed to do in your own house. Envy, jealousy, strife, keeping score, judging, speaking evil over people's lives. Always concerned about your desires and your lust. Who does that help at the end of the day? It sounds pretty selfish to me. So what is it about? Is it about you? Or is it about setting yourself aside for God and for his service? That's what it means when it says keep the Sabbath day holy. Are you setting yourself aside at least one day to honor him? To do what he's called you to do. This should be our way of life every day. 
But if you can set aside one day, then you're going to be able to set aside the next day, then the next day, until there's never any differentiation in the days. It's an all-day, 24-hour, seven-day-a-week thing. You always want to stay in his will. You always want to please him. You always want to do what he's called you to do. Even though it's difficult because the price is too high not to do it. You ought to get tired of going in the wrong direction. You ought to get tired of being lied to by people you know they lying and the truth ain't in them and you sit there and you listen to them and you know that they lying. <laughs> it say a lot about you. Maybe you got a thing for liars. We need to defend the faith earnestly. But if we're going to be able to do that, we got to get some things right in our own house, our own bodies, our own temples, our own spirit. You got to shake off that thing that's not of God. Matter of fact, you need to pray right now in the name of Jesus and ask him to burn it off. Anything that's not of God and what's left, that's who you always are supposed to be. Amen. Because I received something very wonderful from one of my dear sisters in Christ. Uh, that would be prophetess, prophetess Terry Martin. I love you, Hammer. And you know I do. And she said, perhaps this walk is about not trying to be somebody, but about being who you always were supposed to be. And that these layers keep falling off until you're left with that, that you were supposed to be as it was in the beginning. And you know what? Jesus speaks of that. He never wanted divorce. But the hearts were so hardened that he allowed it. But it wasn't as in the beginning. Amen. And if you really love, then you're going to be patient. You're going to be long suffering. You're going to be slow to anger. You're going to be quick to forgive. You're going to be quick to get along. You're going to be quick to see the very best in that that you love. And be slow to speak. And be inclined to listen with understanding. We're going to take a call and we're going to continue. Amen. Hello, you're on Save the Loss at All Costs and God bless you. God bless you, woman of God. Hey, man uh, of God. I'd like to give a shout out to all the, uh, the, the sick and shutting in. May God bless them, continue to bless them and heal them and so they can get back into fellowship. Amen. With one another. And I also want to say, Pastor, that that is such a wonderful message God has given you to give me. Amen. The Holy Spirit is all over me, whooping me. <laughs> and I also want to say, you know, um, I have, um, I remember being, being locked up about 25, 30 years ago. Mm -hmm. And I never could remember none of the stuff I read in the Bible. Amen. So what I done was uh, I asked God, why can I remember? So he let he brought that, that scripture to me uh, about Psalms Gomorrah. Oh, wow. And I could quote that whole thing, but, but the point, my, my point is this. 
when they changed the law of this of the United States and made it possible for men to marry men to women to marry men, may the Lord have mercy on those who are following through with it. Because you know, reprobated is is true, just like hell is. Once a person comes reprobated minded, usually they know they feel that everything is right about what they're doing, and and for believers, no better. Mm-hmm. And I just want to say to you, keep on, keep it on, because the Lord has spoke to you for the message and the time called now for me to hear. Amen. Because I am so convicted because a lot of things you are speaking in. It's whooping me. The Holy Spirit whoops me good when I when I hear the truth. And the truth don't come come every time you building. You know, a church is not in a building and say uh got God's name on it. You have to be a believer and you have to come from the word of God. You can't make things up and add it to the word to make it sound pleasing, chicken to the ears of those believers to mislead them and to lose them because it, he said these things will come to pass like right now. And it's so many is Stealing the word of God and twisting and turning to those that are weak-minded and are ignorant to his word. And I thank God that he has given me the knowledge and wisdom and understanding to know the truth. And when I hear it, I need to speak on it, and I need to agree to it. And what you are saying is so on the truth. Well, I Thank God that for you and your God. family. May God bless my Mary. Amen. And, and the rest of your family and the grandchild. And I love you all. I love you more. And thank you. Thank you for that. And I'm expecting you out on the front line. Can I get you to agree oh, to be I'm on the sister, front line? Sister, I'm working on the front line. Well, praise thank God. Well, well, don't let them get you down, brother. Go harder and go deeper and go, go with the hard, Word of God. Go go deeper and go higher. Okay. Amen. With the Word of God. Amen. Amen. All thank right. you. I love you. Praise I God. I love you too. All praise right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Amen. Well, he affectionately called me pastor, but I want you guys to know that I'm your sister in Christ. Uh, what I do is minister uh, pastors are, are for my brothers. Uh, I'm not uh, uh, built to do that, but I, but I am built to uh, give it to you and give it to you straight. Amen. So I, I receive the affection, but I just want to make the correction. Amen. So we are going to look at Second uh, Peter. And I want to share something with you. I'm looking at Second Peter. I'm looking at chapter 3. And I want to look at uh, verse 9. So Second Peter chapter 3 verse 9. And the word of God says, The Lord is not slack concerning his promise, as some count slackness, but is long-suffering toward us, not willing that any should perish, but that all should come into repentance. See, you have to understand, God has been long-suffering. He is not slack. He has given us time. But you have to understand, time is not something that you have control over. So you need to get with the quickness. And get into the right relationship and fellowship with the Lord Jesus Christ. Because verse 10, but the day of the Lord will come as a thief in the night in which the heavens will pass away with a great noise and the elements will melt with fervent heat. Both the earth and the works that are in it will be burned up. 11. Therefore, since all these things will be dissolved, 
what manner of persons ought you to be in holy conduct and godliness? 12, looking for and hasting the coming of the day of God, because of which the heavens will be dissolved, being on fire, and the elements will melt with fervent heat. 13, nevertheless, we, according to his promise, look for new heavens and a new earth in which righteousness dwells. 14, therefore, beloved, looking forward to these things, be diligent to be found by him in peace without spot and blameless. 15, and consider that the long suffering of our Lord is salvation as also our beloved brother Paul, according to the wisdom given to him, has written to you. 16, as also in all his epistles, speaking in them of these things in which are some things hard to understand, which untaught and unstable people twist to their own destruction as they do also the rest of the scriptures. Mm, mm, mm. I'm speaking to somebody. 17, you therefore, beloved, since you know this beforehand, be aware lest you also fall from your own steadfastness being led away with the error of the wicked. 18, but grow in the grace and knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, to him be the glory both now and forever. Amen. You ought to get excited about that right there. It just really, really blesses what we are hearing in Jude. Amen. Nine, we're back in Jude, verse nine. Yet Michael, the archangel, in contending with the devil, when he disputed about the body of Moses, dared not bring against him a reviling accusation, but said, the Lord rebuke you. Why you got to argue with liars? Why you got to argue with deceivers? Why do you have to argue with men who are about evil? Michael did not have to argue with the devil. Are you kidding me? He has always been against the kingdom of God. So how can we have a conversation when someone is clearly against the kingdom of God? He just said, the Lord rebuke you. We getting into fights with people. We should not be throwing our pearls before swine. Amen. 10, but these speak evil of whatever they do not and whatever they know naturally like brute beasts in these things they corrupt themselves that's right that that they do corrupts them that that they do convicts them they are already guilty by their acts you cannot erase it it is there. The universe bear witness to it. And they're proud of it. And they're casualties behind the things that they have done. There's real evidence. When you lie on people, when you hurt people, when you mislead people, and you do it in the name of God, God will not be mocked. The wages of sin are death. Trust and believe it because his word says it. 11, woe to them, for they have gone in the way of Cain, 
have run greedily in the era of Balaam for profit and perished in the rebellion of Korah. All this that's happened in the Bible. It's happened. What happened to Cain? Cain was banished. Amen. He was totally separated from God. Balaam, he tried to come against God for profit. It didn't work. And then in Korah, tried to come against those that God had elected. You can't come against God's elect. He set the people up to do his work like us as warriors. It does not matter what you try to do to us. It does not matter what you try to say to us. We are going to keep going. We're going to keep standing on the word of God and we'll see you on judgment day. We are the ones that will be coming back with our Lord and Savior. We are the saints that he will be bringing back. Amen. I'm excited about this time. I'm excited to be able to fight earnestly and defend the faith. This is where I live and breathe. This is who I am. This is who I want to be. I have no doubt what my assignment is in the kingdom. And as long as I stay in the word, I'm staying with him. That's who my vote is. That's who I'm with in a season called now. These are spots in your love feast while they feast with you without fear, serving only themselves. They are clouds without water, carried about by the winds, late autumn trees without fruit, twice dead, pulled up by the roots. What an indictment. The apostle Jew said they twice dead, pulled up by the roots. No, they're not planted in the kingdom of God. And the thing is, is that their reward is right here. And they think that they're doing big things. They have no idea that they have signed their death warrant. How are you to be afraid of something that's twice dead and the roots have already been pulled up? They have no defense against the word of God. They weren't sent by God. They don't represent him. The Holy Spirit does not reside in them. We have to have the courage that Joshua had. It's a time to go in and take what is the kingdoms already. Fight for your loved ones. Contend for the faith. Fight for the kingdom. Fight for the lost souls. Don't be hypocritical in how you come. Your walk should reflect the word of God. So let's get to it. Amen. 13. Raging waves of the sea. Foaming up in their own shame. Wandering stars from whom is reserved the blackness and darkness forever. 
Why would you want that to be your testimony? That's what they got. Wandering. Blackness forever. This is the word. He's putting it out there for you. He's inspired by God. He's walked with his brother, Jesus. He's been discipled by Jesus. He understands. His spirit quickened. Like he said, he wanted to talk about salvation. This is not the time to talk about salvation. It's a talking about putting the strong man down and keeping him down. Hello, you're on Save the Lost at All Costs, and God bless you. God bless you, too, Minister Nina. How are you? I'm blessed. What's up, sis? How are you doing, Minister? Good, good. I just want to say you started out passionate. I mean, just from the gate. I mean, you described who Jude was, but you just I can tell that you're extremely passionate about the topic and being on your assignment, and I'm so grateful that that's where you stand and, and, and glad to know that you are a soldier, you know, in this battle with us and um you know, I just want you to know that I was listening yet again, and you get caught up, and I get caught up listening, and I have to stop listening in order to call in, so sometimes I don't get a chance to. So I at least wanted to call today and acknowledge the fact that, uh, you know, I appreciate you being so passionate about kingdom business. Amen. Well, you know, it started with us, sis. Uh, God gave us this vision, and I know that uh, we are on this road together, and uh, he had you have a couple of more soldiers. You know, we have to replenish the <laughs> the missionaries amen we got to replenish the troops so uh he gave you that and and i'm standing in the in the gap and anytime you want to come back the door is open but i know you're doing great things in the kingdom i love you i love your husband i love your children i love your mother and i love the god in you and you know that yes and thank you as do you and and your family and uh I just appreciate you staying the course and, and again, just, say, you know, keeping with the assignment, man, saving the loss at all costs. And, you know, it's, it's a heavy word for today, but it starts with us. We need to check Amen. ourselves. We need to be individuals who, who, who know our word. Like you said, we, we, we have to be able to stand on it. And if we don't know it, we cannot stand on it. That's it. What's inside will come out. And if the word is not in us, then ultimately fear uh, and betrayal comes out because we end up betraying that which you know, never betrayed us, and we, we, we need to have something to stand on. So thank you for staying the course and being about your father's business and, you know, bringing the word, uh, uh, you know, not sugar-coated, not watered down, but, you know, the un- unadulterated word of our Lord and Savior. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Amen. Well, just pray for my strength in the Lord that, that I continue to work hard and, and do the right thing and, and be a great steward and, and keep the radio ministry going. You know, that that's my request for those who listen you know pray for me as i labor because this is something that has to be done this is something that benefits us and long after i'm gone uh these seeds will mature so even if i don't see it in my lifetime we have to be very grateful for uh, christian talk radio and i thank god for the opportunity and i will not uh, miss an opportunity to encourage you to support those who go out on the front line and do the hard work. Uh, many are called, but few are chosen. And this is my life. And if I die doing it, so be it. I'm with the Lord Jesus Christ, whether I'm in this realm or the next realm. It don't get better than that, sis. That's right. That's right. You said it. And, you know, I just want you to know, too, some, you know, some plant, some water, but ultimately the Lord brings the increase, you know. And I know that people, uh, are able to listen behind bars and people are able to listen in nursing homes and hospices and, uh, you know, in hospitals and different places. 
um, to be encouraged, to be uplifted, and ultimately to have seeds either planted or watered. And God brings the increase in the midnight hour, Amen. you know, when, when people begin to go through it or, you know, our children get locked up or our, our mothers pass away or we Amen. get sick or whatever it is, you know, your, your word, his word does not return void. So as long as you keep preaching the word, Amen. you know, and worshiping him in spirit and in truth, Amen. then the truth will prevail in those circumstances we find ourselves in. We can hear your voice because ultimately it is the voice of God. Uh, you know, we, we, we can reflect back to, you know, something that we heard and say the loss at all costs. So you're, you, the ministry is greatly, greatly appreciated. It does not fall on deaf ears. Um, and, I, and I know that you are rightly dividing the word of truth, and I so appreciate that. So just, you know, keep keep at it. Don't all give right. Up. Well, I thank you. And if I get a little tired, I'll call on you. You got me, right, sis? You know I do. You know I do. Well, that's <laughs> it. That's all I need. If two would agree, then guess what? We're going to do big damage. Amen. We're going to give the devil two, we're going to give him two black eyes. Amen. Yes. Yes. The right one don't get you, the left one will. I receive that and I love you and thank you for that. Amen. You're welcome, my friend. I'll talk to you soon. All right, sis. Always. Bye-bye. Amen. We love her. We love her. Minister Rachel Richardson. Now, 14. Now, Enoch, the seventh from Adam, prophesied about these men also saying, behold, the Lord comes with 10,000 of his saints. Oh yes, he's coming back. It is written. And this is the prophecy of Enoch. This is what survives is that behold, he says, the Lord comes with 10,000 of his saints. Can you imagine hand selected with God? Oh, it's a beautiful sight. I can't wait to see it. 15, to execute judgment on all, to convict all who are ungodly among them of all their ungodly deeds, which they have committed in an ungodly way and of all the harsh things which ungodly sinners have spoken against him. He uses the word ungodly four times in that one verse. Make no mistake who he's coming for. You will not have any rest. You will have no place to hide. You think death can save you? You are sadly mistaken. It will bring you back to life to execute judgment. Trust and believe. If he says it, he's going to do it. Hello, you're on Save the Lost at All Costs, and God bless you. God bless you too, woman of God. This is Sister Martin. How are you? I am wonderful. Yes, Hammer. <laughs> there she is. Hammer in the flesh as I, I live in I knew play. God was going to do something and say something. I knew he was going to confirm the word early today in service today. Amen. Talking about holiness is still right. Mm-hmm. To be saved, set apart, and filled with the Holy Ghost Amen. is what's going to keep you in this world. I, I just that. thank you, woman of God, for just standing your post and bringing the word unadulterated, uncut, and straight from the mouth of God. You know, sometimes, sis, it's hard for me to drive home. I have to collect myself a little bit. I said, boy, I tell you, if I lived a mile further, I'm not going to make it. I'd have Amen. to be in the parking lot and rest. I try to give my all, sis. I promise you. Yes. Yes, and you do, and God is bragging on you. I want you to know that, okay? Well, as long as he wake me up another day, Jesus, I'll be at my post. If you've yes. seen in your will, I will be at my post. Yes, 
and he know this to be a fact. Well, I thank you for that, and you know I, I couldn't you, be where I God. am without you, and you know we go way back, and I yes, love you. Yes, I love you. And we and got a lot, we got a lot further touch. to go, and give mommy my love, okay? You do the same, woman sure of God. Will. I'm listening. Praise God. I love you, sis. All right. God bless. God bless you more. Hello, you're on Save the Loss at All Costs, and God bless you. Hi, Nina. Hi. How are you, woman of God? I am doing good. How are you? I'm I'm well in the Lord. I'm well in the Word. Thank you for asking. Oh, uh, you're welcome. I'm doing good too. I couldn't go to church today because my friend was sick, but my boyfriend's dad had surgery the other day, and I'm so glad he's doing better now. Amen. Well, praise God for healing. Thank you, Lord. Yes, he had his appendix appendix sticking out. He had some gallstones, so they might have removed his gallbladder, too. I don't know yet. Okay. But in any case, he's better now, and he's at home, and that's good. It's a weight off of his in my mind. Well, thank you for that praise report. God is a healer. Thank you, sis. You're welcome. Thank you. All right. Well, you keep listening, and you keep calling in with those praise reports. We love to hear them, and it's so good to hear your voice. Oh, thank you. I know I haven't called in a while, but... Thank you so much. I've been gone for a while, and then I came back. (laughs) Well, I'm glad you're back, and you made it safe. We love you. Love you, too. All right, sis. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Okay. Bye-bye. Amen. Thank you, Sister Robin. 16. These are grumblers, complainers, walkers according to their own lust and their mouth. Great, swelling words, flattering people to gain advantage. They all have these characteristics. Just look for them. Those that do not honor God. Amen. It's all show. 17. But you, beloved, remember the words which were spoken before by the apostles of our Lord Jesus Christ. 18. They told you that there would be mockers in the last time who would walk according to their own ungodly lust. There's that word, ungodly. 19. These are the essential persons who cause divisions not having the spirit, the spirit. 20. But you, beloved, building yourselves up on your most holy faith, Praying in the Holy Spirit, 21, keeping yourselves in the love of God, looking for the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ until eternal life. We're running out of time, but there's just a few more scriptures, and I pray that the Holy Spirit will keep you in Jude, and you will understand it, you will eternalize it, and fight, fight, fight for the kingdom. If you die trying, that's what you were supposed to do. In Jesus' name we pray. Save the lost at all costs. We love you. It is our humble prayer that the Most High God of all creation and our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ continues to bless you and yours without cease for tuning in today and supporting this great move of God with your generous donations. Save the Lost at All Costs is a Holy Spirit filled, live called in weekly radio ministry that has been airing since 2005 and serving in the greater Las Vegas community. We can be heard every Sunday at 3.02 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on Las Vegas. 
Texas's very own Christian Talk radio stations, 1060 AM and 101.5 FM. Also, we are audio and video streamed in real time during our live broadcast at www.kkvb.com and our website, www.savethelostlv.org. If you would like to re-listen to a previous broadcast at no charge, make an online secure donation, or learn more about our ministry, please visit our website at www.savethelostlv.org. If you prefer, you can mail in a donation. Address it to Save the Lost at All Cost, Inc., P.O. Box number 335852, North Las Vegas, 89033. Again, our P.O. Box number is 335852, North Las Vegas, 89033. All donations made to Save the Lost at All Cost, Inc. are 100% tax deductible. For more information, please feel free to call or text us at 702-219-6882. Again, 702-219-6882. We would like to thank you again. Remember to remain in Christ, stay prayed up, tune in, and don't forget to save the lost at all costs, no matter what. Why don't you bless this ministry? Yes, that's right. Bless them by calling them, emailing them, and share with them that their ministry has blessed you. You can do it. It means they're making a difference here in Las Vegas. Uh, Besides, it helps them stay on the air here at KKVV. Bless them financially, too, to ensure they continue blessing you. You can do it. And when you do, make sure to inform them that you're listening on KKVV Las Vegas. Carl Stanley invites you to join him for In Touch, Monday through Friday at 1.03 p.m. This is the Word of God. This is where we ought to be reading and, and thinking and asking God to give us direction for our life. And I'm here to tell you, you can't think of a human problem that you and I have to live with on a daily basis, day after day after day, for which there's not an answer right here. That's In Touch with Dr. Charles Stanley, Monday through Friday at 1.03 p.m. on KKVV Las Vegas. 